0: Don't mind your business, mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. Hi, I'm Ayoka and welcome to or back to my podcast, Mind Elixir. So I know, long time no see or a long time no, no here. I guess. I don't know. So yeah, I haven't been here for a while. It's been like a long hiatus. I guess. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about taking care of your mental health at school, because that is kind of something that I've been struggling with. And I thought that, okay, if I can actually begin to get out of this rut in my life and like now I'm beginning to feel better and do better at school and like in life in general, I think that I can share how I'm doing that and it can maybe help someone else out. So but first let's talk about my junior year so far. So people always say that like junior year is the most difficult year of high school and honestly, honestly, they weren't lying. That has proven to be very much true. I think that with like the pressure of having to get your grades in check and then also like finding your niche for colleges because like everyone's like, oh my gosh, colleges love diverse students, you have to do this, you have to do that and all of that and then like also picking out a college like I'm getting all these college emails like 22 million a day and also having to take on like more responsibilities from the outside world like having to um learn how to cook there's some people that are having well yeah I already know how to learn how to I already know how to cook but like you know learning how to cook better because I'm gonna have to be doing that on my own whenever I move out and then also I'm um, what what was I saying yeah learning how to drive I still haven't learned how to drive um yeah I was supposed to do that over the summer so far I can really only like drive to school and like drive to the mall and easy places like that I haven't really like I can't even park for real and then also some people are like getting drops and stuff like that and it can just get so overwhelming so I think like junior year is whenever like all this stuff is coming up on you and then also some people are like looking for scholarships and stuff like that so it can just really get overwhelming and become a lot of pressure And academically I honestly haven't been getting the grades that I wanted and that is honestly partially my fault so I'm taking like most of my classes are advanced or AP level classes I'll tell you my schedule first I have advanced pre-cal and pre-cal like my teacher is good but I am NOT good at that class and I have AP bio I like that class and AP US History, AP Lang, I guess that's like English, Language Arts, ELA or whatever. And then I have AP Chemistry. This class is so difficult. I barely understand anything. Um, I'm honestly like so scared for that that AP test. Like it's like a repeat of physics last year, literally. And it's so hard to find information online for like trying to find help or tutoring or whatever for AP Chem. So it's kind of like hard to get help in that class, especially adding on to the fact that I already don't understand it. And then on B-days I have, oh yeah, AP Chem is on a B-day, but I have AP Chem, AP Environmental Science, Medical Interventions, which this is part of like my um Biomed course, cause like I'm taking Biomed classes each year. And then I have Anatomy and Physiology, which I think that's my only regulars class, yeah, Anatomy and Physiology which that is still hard too like we just had to know all 206 bones in the body or all yeah we had to know like 206 bones in the body which I guess that wasn't really hard it's just a lot of memorization mostly and like now some of these classes like I was required to take them because like my school the program that I'm in were supposed to be like so advanced or like I'm supposed to be in like some advanced program where they encourage us to take Um, higher level classes but it really wasn't necessary for me to take all those AP science classes at the same time and I have genuinely suffered the consequences from that mentally and academically like I genuinely feel like I have a test every single week and like the burnout the overwhelmingness was really getting to me because it's like you're having to choose between which class you want to study for or knowing how to distribute your time between like These classes like okay I have two tests this week one quiz which class should I study for and I have this homework due that's going to take me like an hour so am I going to have time to study for that or do this. And it can be tough as well, especially since teachers will let some teachers they'll only let you know like it'll be an A day. We have an A day B day schedule, I think most schools do that yeah so they'll let you know on the A day and then you have to test the next class the next class period so it's like two class two days to study and that's really not much and if you just get like one day behind on homework then well it's over you know and this um like this year it was honestly making me doubt whether or not I'll be able to last in college you know like if I'm barely able to keep up with this level of work will I be able to do well in college so like I was feeling super discouraged about that and some but something I find that like kind of does help me is just thinking about the classes and like the way it benefits me in the real world if that makes sense well not necessarily in the real world but thinking outside of the box if that makes sense okay so for like a push u.s history I just think of it like okay history is just telling a story I'm basically just learning the story of the world of the u well not the world of the u.s so just think of it as a story instead of just okay i have to know these facts i have to know this like that you know so socially speaking you may or may not have maybe i don't know you probably listened to my episode about like my friendly friendlessness and loneliness my loneliness era or whatever from last year and also like i guess the years before that but this year i actually did make a friend and i've noticed that having actually having a friend has made me like so much more sociable with other people as well. Like it opens up a whole bunch of, it opens up like a whole world of opportunities, I guess you could say. But also like another part of me doesn't even believe it's real because this may seem silly, but it feels like such a drastic change for me to go from literally going in every single class club and during lunch, like with nobody to talk to, to now literally sharing five whole classes with a friend and even working on homework with them after school together and like it may not seem like a big deal but I am truly grateful for that like I literally used to only look forward to the weekends whenever whenever I would go home from school but now I actually like low-key look forward to school because I'm like okay wait I get to see my friend you know also I joined HOSA at school which is this health professionals organization I think I talked about wanting to join it um on another episode or earlier and we have like competitions and stuff and my competition is actually coming up real soon it's on tuesday so yeah by the time i release this episode i will have already had my written competition well the category that i'm participating in is called cert community emergency readiness training and it's just like i don't know i don't really know how to explain it it's like for disaster preparedness and stuff like that i have to learn a whole bunch of stuff about that I'm probably going to go study for it after this. And yeah, I'm actually also participating with my, doing that with my friend. We're on like the same team, we're partners. So that will be fun if I can even pass the test, because it was a lot to learn. And I'm doing that on like a short time frame. Also, I don't know whether I actually have or whether this is just in my mind, but I feel like this year I've been volunteering a lot more And volunteering is actually, it can actually be fun, or it's well, not that I'm saying it wasn't not fun, but sometimes I feel like last year I would just get tired of volunteering, but this year it's been more fun, probably because I've been doing like more fun volunteer gigs, if that makes sense. Like, I think it was around two weeks ago, I volunteered at this whole thing that was at the school. Where they were basically showing off the biomed program at my school and i got to like dissect a heart and i showed it to the little elementary school kids and that was really nice i like that and there was also they also had like the brain and eyeball and also of course it was not a like it wasn't an actual human brain or eyeball or heart or anything it was like from a sheep and a cow eyeball so that was really fun and What else was I going to say? Oh you can probably see on like if you're watching this on Spotify or YouTube it may seem like there's a purple tint and yeah that's because I have this purple alarm light thingy that's super bright but I don't know if you can tell or not but I thought it was cool. Now finally I wanted to talk about some things that I'm doing this year because like my mental health this school year has been pretty bad and I'm trying to improve it and like you know get better so here are some tips or things that you can do to improve your mental health the first thing i want you to remember is that whenever you're f- trying to feel better after like having a few bad mental health days you should always try and take things slow like don't expect yourself to just bounce right back and feel 100 percent great 100 percent like holly jolly or whatever after like barely being able to get out of your bed for every day for like two weeks or whatever because honestly That's how I felt. Like, I honestly don't even know how I was able to go to school. Like, it was just like I would go to school and then I would come home, maybe do my homework for a little bit, and then go to bed. Like, I had no motivation, no will, no drive to do anything else. Like, I was barely even doing my hobbies or the things I liked anymore. And another thing I would say is to set small goals for yourself. Like, for me, the first thing I did was try and clean my room because it had gotten real bad. Like, at least for me, like, you know how sometimes whenever you step into your room and you're like, okay, is this crunchy thing I stepped on a bag of chips or is it a hanger? Um, hopefully you don't know how that feels, but that was like literally me. And then also there's the fact that one day I almost, one day I almost slipped on my belt and I was like, okay, this, all this junk has got to go. I need to clean this up real quick. And I just cleaned up my room and now it's like looking much better and that made me feel much better because I feel like whenever my room is congested that kind of represents me mentally if that makes sense so I cleared all that junk up out of here and yeah now my room looks much better like I literally wasn't even sleeping on bed sheets I just had my comforter on my bed like no pillowcase no bed sheets just my comforter it was that bad And yeah, so set small goals for yourself and like maybe make a list of things that you can do to try and feel better or try and get your life together. Like maybe you need to clean your room. Maybe you need to um, email this teacher about an extension on a homework assignment or ask someone for help doing this. And just try to do that. Set those small goals so that eventually you can start to get your life back together. And what i'm trying to say is to get out of this all or nothing mindset like your progress to feeling better to getting getting better mental health isn't going to happen overnight and that's okay because like everybody has bad days we all have like our own little setbacks these little bumps in the road but one bad day doesn't mean you have to give up in fact like one bad moment doesn't even have to turn into a bad day Because if something bad happens, like I know for me, it can just feel so heavy and like crushing sometimes that I just want to like, spiral out of control for the rest of the rest of the day. And like, I just don't want to do anything. But I think that we need to be able to acknowledge and like say just, okay, there's this bump in the road that happened. I see it, I acknowledge it, but I'm not going to let it take control of me for the rest of the day. I'm going to keep moving, keep going. You know. I hope that makes sense. I keep saying, I hope that makes sense. Like, uh, let me just keep going. Um, And the thing is that even if it may feel like, oh my gosh, today is so terrible. Oh my gosh, I'm having such a terrible week. You have survived every single one of your bad days. Like you're still here. You're still living, thriving, surviving, whatever. It looks like you obviously wouldn't be here listening to this. So you're going to get through this one as well. And that is just something to keep in mind, that I try to keep in mind. I also think that we need to like start having, or like start taking, start scheduling, whatever, having scheduled breaks, because I noticed that my attention span has just become so severely fragmented. Like I might go back to the Pomodoro Method even, because like what I've been doing so far has not been working great. Like I was taking a break in the middle of my homework, doing my homework assignment, and then I would just randomly go to bed And like, I hadn't even finished the assignment. So yeah, to prevent yourself from becoming overwhelmed or getting burnt out, make sure to take a break, you know, take a pause, take a breather, like, okay, I have all this work to do. Let me take a break every like, um, every 30 minutes, maybe every 45 minutes, whenever I finish this assignment, you know, just scheduling those breaks so that you don't just get carried away and then end up getting so overwhelmed or tired with everything you have to do. And yeah, because sometimes sometimes it can be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to get done. I have to do this. I have to do math. I have to do um, science. I have to do all of this. Uh, what am I going to do? I have to write my scholarship essay. And like you could just get so overwhelmed and you end up getting nothing done. So to try to like mitigate that from the beginning, make sure to incorporate short breaks throughout your day or whenever like Or like maybe even like schedule like fun time out with friends on the weekends or whatever it may be. So that you just have these breaks in your life and you're not just like your life doesn't just revolve around school, if that makes sense. Yeah, school or your work, you know, like work play work. What's it called? Work life balance. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And so I know that for a lot of people grades ranks all those things can be a huge stressor or a huge stress causer for people in school and like first of all you don't have to be competitive with your other classmates like everyone's just trying to do well like we all have our own priorities we all have to do this and that and i know that there is a certain element of competitiveness at my school at least i believe because we get our ranks at the end of the semester and people will be trying to figure out okay who has the top 10 ranks and for me everyone i know is like a better rank than me and to hear them talking down on themselves and like oh my gosh i did so bad and it's like okay if you think you did bad then what would you think if you knew what i was and the main thing that you should take away from this is the fact that grades numbers ranks whatever don't define your intelligence like a few bad grades don't mean that your whole school year or your whole um, school career or whatever is ruined and the thing is that I think is like so many of us are taught to seek validation in our grades but the key is that your worth doesn't lie within your grades like I'm not saying to just be like okay fuck it I don't care about my grades at all because yeah grades do have some importance to it but also remember that colleges aren't just looking for someone that has a great score on the SAT or ACT or has like all 100s a perfect class rank top 10 class rank or whatever there are so many other qualities that you have to give that you have to show about you as a person instead of just like okay I got straight A's in my advanced chemistry class you know So it's not just about grades, like basically what I'm saying, grades don't define your worth or whatever. And sometimes I feel like school isn't even really just about learning anymore, it's just about like who can get the best grades, who can do the best on this. And yeah, that's that. So don't let such a limited thing such as like the scope of these numbers define who you are, like how you feel and what you do with your life. Another thing that I would say to help with your mental health at school is to find your support group or people that you can talk to or go to, not just like whenever you're feeling bad, but anytime. Like something I noticed that this year is that whenever, ever since I actually made a friend and have people that I can talk to this year, it's been, yes, it's been an adjustment in some aspects. Like before there was really no one for me to talk to about these small occurrences or happenings in my life. And it may seem like such a simple thing, but having someone to go to to talk to things outside of the outside of um the regular cycle of things that stress you out is so nice. Like, you can just be like, OK, I have this funny video I saw that was nice, you know. or Like, oh, this thing happened to me to me today in class. Ha ha. ha. OK, that was really awkward. I don't know why I said that. And having people to talk to, to take your mind off of the bad things going on in your life or whatever is stressing you out, or to just like help uplift, um, it can help to uplift your mood or like improve your mood so that it doesn't just feel like you're caught up in a cycle of, woe is me, I hate school, I hate life, I hate everything, you know? It's like that one quote where it's like, wait, what's the quote? Break the cycle today or the loop will repeat tomorrow, you know? Also, whenever you feel like you're struggling in school, don't be afraid to ask for help. I know that sometimes I get like a bit intimidated or scared to ask for help because I'm like, okay, they might think I'm dumb. But at the end of the day, if I don't ask for help, then I'm gonna be struggling and stressing and even in an even worse position than I was before. So, you know, you might as well just ask for help, whether that be from your like, from your teachers, your peers, parents, whoever is there and available. And most of the time people won't even think you're dumb for asking for help. Like if it's a good teacher, they'll probably be happy to help. But if, and speaking of asking for help, not just like on assignments, but outside of that, if you need like specific mental health accommodations at school, you should always like not be afraid to ask for that. Like, okay, I need to be in a quieter environment whenever i do my work can i go out go out in the hallway or i need extra tutoring before school on this subject and i know that not all teachers will be the most understanding but it can't hurt to try the next thing that you may want to try to improve your mental health during this school year is like reducing your screen time now i know that not all stuff on your phone is bad so like don't yeah let's not jump to conclusions but with this um with this i'm more specifically talking about social media and like how comparison can play a role in like worsening your mental health and i'm not going to go too much into it because i feel like i've talked about this so many times before but yeah make sure you're using social media in a healthy way that the accounts that you follow inspire uplift or motivate you to do better or be better or even if not that, if if it's like none of those things, then they hopefully at least don't make you feel bad about yourself. I don't know why it seemed like so many people are just so scared to unfollow someone. Like if you don't like the account, then just unfollow it. If the account is like posting harmful stuff, just unfollow them. It's ooh, I just hit my microphone. Um, yeah, like you don't have to, you don't have to continue to follow someone that makes you feel bad about yourself. I guess if you. I guess if you can't unfollow them, you can always mute them. And I know that for me, I'll go on Instagram and I'll see, oh my gosh, look, she has so many friends or, oh my gosh, they're always out having fun. They look so photogenic. And I'm like, why can't that be me? Oh no, like even just today, not today, but like a few days ago, because today is, today is Saturday. Okay. Yeah. This Saturday after Thanksgiving i was like looking at it inst- on instagram and i was seeing all these people post their Friendsgiving thing and i'm like wait i didn't know people actually did that because okay this may seem like a really silly moment of mine but i literally i thought that Friendsgiving was like just something that happened in the movies like on tv shows i didn't know people actually did that i mean i did but it seemed like a millennial thing if that makes sense like but then i'm seeing people at my high school doing it and i'm like wait like I thought that was an adult thing but yeah or I'll go on Twitter and I'll like just be bombarded with negative news and events and stuff like that so sometimes I just need like sometimes I just need to separate myself from all of that for the sake of my mental health like at the end of the day I just need to stop I just need to worry about myself like I need to go read my books and stop stalking other people's profiles you know what I mean and maybe you do too So all I'm saying is just try to think about staying in the present moment, and maybe stepping away from things online that are feeding negatively, um, that are negatively influencing your mental health. And speaking of reading, whenever I was like in my not so great mental space or whatever, which has been since like the end of summer vacation to around now, I would like not do my hobbies at all. Like I just felt so heavy and like constantly exhausted. And I wasn't doing any of my favorite things anymore. But self-care and doing the things that you love is so important. Because what is life, honestly, like if you aren't taking care of yourself and doing the things that make your life so much more enjoyable and joyful and you know like just sweet in life so now i'm hoping to have time to finish my crochet project i was making a bag i've literally it's looking embarrassing how long it takes me to finish these crochet things like i'm making a bag and it has a hibiscus flower on it did i already mention this yeah memory loss i have like the memory of a goldfish i don't know i'm making a bag and it has a hibiscus flower on it and it's blue and pink and i have like not touched it in so long i don't even know where the pattern for it is so i want to try and get started on that too and also i want to practice doing hair again and reading my books because there are some books that i'm reading right now but yeah and there's so much more i also want to like get back into baking you know baking on the weekends maybe make some cinnamon rolls try out some new flavors also I don't know if you care but a series that I've been reading recently is Chainsaw Man and it's literally about what the title says. A man or like I guess a teen boy yeah that's part chainsaw basically because he fused with a chainsaw devil and that sounds so outrageous and random but yeah um yeah and now he's part of an agency that fights devils. Also there's a show about it that's currently being made. I think like a few episodes are out right now. Anyway, yeah, if you want to message me telling me about some of your own hobbies, you can always DM me on Instagram at mydelixir.podcast. My DMs are open. And yeah, also another thing that can be helpful is journaling because it can help you to just let go of and also express how you feel on paper because there may not always be things that you want to share with other people or you may not have other people to share it with, you know? And yeah, I know that for some people they, ju- they journal every day and some people it's more sporadic. I know that me, it's like it's, I'm on a random, random journaling schedule. So yeah, here are the questions or the reflection notes or whatever that I made up. What are some positive coping methods that I can do in times of stress or intense sadness? sadness? What are some things that I can do now to make my future self proud List three things that you're looking forward to today or this week. Also, I have a quote that I liked. The best revenge is making yourself happy and genuinely enjoying your own company. That feeling of being at home and peace with yourself. Oh, what the heck? Okay, I don't know if it's just me, but like I have this quote written down. But sometimes whenever I'm reading, I skip over words or my brain fills in random words like It's like my brain is predicting the word that's about to be in the sentence, so I read something else that's not there. And I don't know why, but that keeps happening more and more often. Hmm. So let me actually read it right this time. The best revenge is making yourself happy and genuinely enjoying your own company. That feeling of being at home and at peace with yourself is unmatched. And I got this from the Instagram page at WeTheUrban. They have like a bunch of good quotes and stuff like that, and I like them. So yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. I hope that this whole thing about improving your mental health during school was helpful. And you can like maybe put some of it into practice in your daily life. What did I talk about? Like, you know, not letting your grades define you, journaling, asking for help, having a support group. Um, I probably talked about other stuff, but I cannot remember it right now you know, taking a break, stuff like that. I'm scrolling up. Um, Letting go of that all or nothing mindset and setting smaller goals. And yeah, thank you so much for listening because obviously I know that you could be doing anything, but you're here with me in this like digital space on Spotify or Apple podcast or Google podcast or YouTube or whatever random platform you're listening to this on that we on the internet listening to me. So yeah, thank you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest and have a great rest of the day. I'll see you next time, bye. Hi, so I just wanted to pop on here and give a little bit of an explanation for why the episode I recorded all the way back in November is just now coming out over a month later. It's because on the week that I was going to publish it, literally a day before, my school computer broke, which was my fault. Although of course I didn't do that on purpose. And that's what I use to edit because I don't have my own personal computer. So that computer is what I use to do everything for my podcast. And I couldn't really do anything about that. I had to get a replacement computer for my school and then figure out how to do everything else on there. Download the editing app, set up the microphone, all of that. And yeah, I apologize for the delay again.